Strive Coaching Studio, guiding business leaders to meet the highest version of themselves. And now, here's Michelle, certified coach and founder of Strive Coaching Studio. Well, hello there. Today's podcast is an interesting one because I have heard this as a repeated pattern coming through so much more often lately. And I really think it's an important topic to talk about. And it's called being a servant leader. Lately, many of my leaders of mine have been talking about the concept of being servant leaders. And when I ask them what kind of leader they believe they are or want to be, this is a very common answer. And when we hear or believe in this definition in its full spirit, we most of us are, are very positive about it. Maybe you've had a role model or a leader example along the way who fit this title. And maybe you've read just enough leadership books or materials to recognize and value the concept of this title. So my intention is not to outline any argument against the philosophy of servant leadership in its holistic spirit. Instead, where I see such a great opportunity for everyone, both the leaders and the employees, or those in their charge of any type, is that we can best outline the definition of what servant leadership can mean and some of the qualifications and characteristics of what servant leadership looks like. How do we define it? What does it look like? When am I doing it? When am I not doing it? So I've heard it sometimes described as a person who's willing to get into the trenches, do the hard work and the labor together with their team to show that they're a partner with them. And they're willing to do the same things they do each day toward the goal and the mission. Some describe it as a person who is support, a leader who's willing to give and provide whatever they can in order to assist the team or individual while they pursue the goal. And others believe that it's important that the team just see them working hard, working the same hours and being completely available to them at all times in order to reflect sort of that servant style accessibility or perception. So while these descriptions can certainly be very admirable traits and certainly may also be very much appreciated by the teams and the employees, what I'd love to offer you is just another perspective. So the first point I'd like to offer you is this, that you have the position in leadership or management right now that you have because of your skills, your wisdom, and your experience. You are in your position because what you bring to the table to all is to help guide and bring more to the team and the organization toward reaching its goals. Why were you chosen for your position? What did you do to earn it? What are your skills and abilities that the company has recognized in you, values in you, and ultimately compensates and invests in you to do and bring each day. If the best use of your skills and experience and wisdom was to be in the trenches, doing exactly what those in your charge are doing, you're not bringing all of your skills, experience, wisdom, and ability to guide you in order to best serve them or the company towards their goals. 
So are you truly providing the company with everything that it has invested in you and has asked you to bring? Are you really acting in the best interests and as the most valuable asset you can for your team and for the company in this way? When you are truly confident in the value that you bring and you recognize how much impact you can have on your team and the ability to truly serve them and the company in ways that are greater and require so much more of you and of them, the opportunities and the potential can be so much more impactful. So I'm going to share a personal story with you. When I first became a manager, it was for a team of um, about 22 people. I was young and I had far less experience than many of those who were on my team in doing the job that they did. So additionally, each of the people on my team had a very specific product and skill set that limited my being able to do the job for them. And with there being 22 of them, it would have been impossible to do the job of each of them and spread myself so thin. And not only that, each were compensated only for what they did. So doing it for them was not doing them any favors. That would have cost them money financially from their own pockets. So they didn't need me to do their job for them. So this was really ultimately a gift, kind of an accidental opportunity for me to learn how to be a servant leader in a new and different way than has been described by other people and practiced and even referenced when I kind of opened this and talked about some of those different examples. So I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity to learn this so early in my career. My only job was to ensure that we met our goals. This meant ensuring that each of the 22 people in my charge met their goals. So because doing the job for them was not an option, I had to ask the question each time as to how I could be the best leader for them. What will this look like? So every time I talked to one of them in one of our planned scheduled meetings, by the way, which was super important, I had a very specific agenda of questions and items to discuss. This meant that our meetings were extremely efficient. This was the first way I served them the best, being efficient and not taking up too much of their time with meetings that didn't serve them and instead allow them to do their jobs and not take them away from the job they need to do each day is actually one of the best ways I could serve them toward their goals. Being efficient with an agenda was probably the best thing and the thing they most appreciated from me. It was also planned, so we had a very specific appointment so they could plan their day around that. I didn't just drop in on them. I just didn't call. I wasn't shooting emails constantly. I just had a planned meeting with them, regularly scheduled, that they could, account they could plan for, and they knew that it would be efficient and very topic-related. They knew what the agenda would be, so they could prepare for that. Efficiency was probably, again, the most important piece of all of this. Don't waste their time. So one of the questions I always asked, what is preventing you from getting your job done and accomplishing your goals? Doesn't that sound simple? I mean, it, it is. It sounds like it could be, and it certainly has an opportunity to be. 
Unfortunately, though, not all managers or leaders recognize the value of this. So previously, this team, as is the case many times, did not have a manager or leader who asked them this question. And even if they occasionally did, it was very rare that they ever got anything done in response to it to resolve the problem and make their jobs better or easier. But if I can do something to help clear the path for them, reduce the obstacles and hurdles, minimize the challenges or the pitfalls, I'm helping them enormously in ways that they may not be in the position to do themselves. They may not have the power to make the kinds of changes that need to be made. Yet, many times, the people on the ground, the people doing the job on the front lines are the ones who can see where the problems are most easily, and sometimes the solutions as well. Now, it takes time to build trust with a team if their situation was such in the past where they, they didn't get that. They may feel it's a waste of their time to put any thought into problems or solutions because they feel it's going to fall on deaf ears and it's not worth their energy. Or maybe they've done it and it didn't go anywhere. So what's the point? So this brings me to the next definition of a servant leader or quality, which is honesty. If you want to build trust, live up to what you say you're going to do. This means be honest about what you can do and what you can't do. Or if you aren't sure at all, it's okay. I always wrote down everything they suggested or requested. I asked more questions to understand what was going on. And if I could solve it for them right there and then I did, that's the most efficient use of my time too. And if I wasn't sure whether I'd ever be able to solve it, I let them know that too. Either way, I told them they would hear back from me as to what the update was on each of the items they mentioned, and they did even if I wasn't able to change anything at all about something that they needed. They knew they were heard and they were understood and that they had the opportunity of understanding why something was the way it was or gave it an opportunity to explore other ways to resolve their obstacles. Knowing they were heard is the first part of this. Knowing that I cared and I tried is also super important. And then them understanding why it is the way it is just allowed us to make us look at it in a different way. How else can we approach this now? Instead of getting stuck with this isn't going to change, we could say, how is a different way we could change this or look at this or have a different perspective? People will trust you when you listen to them. And when you value the time and energy they have put into something, they will trust you when you are honest and you earn trust from trying and not forgetting about them. That's all it takes. It truly is very simple. So this brings me to my next point in definition or qualification of servant leadership. When there is an opportunity to train, educate, or help someone grow and learn more, you have served them in ways that they can never account for. When you can help them become better skilled, make more money, create more peace or happiness in their world, these things are priceless. Developing your people and your team is the best way you can serve, and it's the best way that your company can meet its goals. And this brings me to one of my last points regarding servant leadership. What is the best way you can support them? First, always ask them and listen to their needs and their answers. 
Many times, what you're going to find is that the best ways you can serve them is to help them organize their world. Learning to prioritize, learning to manage their time, and allowing opportunities for delegation or determining things that are not important at all will help your team and support them in ways they will appreciate so very much. Do not underestimate how much your perspective from the outside and from the experience and wisdom that you already have can assist and support your team in ways that will truly impact their day each and every day now and into the future. In order to best serve your team, the best way to do, do that is to be a role model of these things in the best way yourself. So the next time you find yourself thinking that you need to be in the trenches or sweat and work along their sides, remember, here are the qualities I believe are truly being a servant leader. Efficiency to respect their time. Listening with the intent to understand honesty to build their trust and live up to your word, clearing the path for them, development and training to better themselves, and organizational support toward peace and success. These qualities are worth their weight in gold, and you will have a following of amazing and highly qualified employees who will want to work for you wherever you go at any time. Your highly skilled and qualified team gets to do the job they're hired to do at their highest level and peak performance. You help them to resolve the challenges and obstacles that are in their way, helping them to get their job done. You help them by clearing the path ahead of them so they can have a smoother and easier trek along the way. You support their day, their goals, and their futures for them as they work to achieve them. And when you have a servant's heart as a leader, you have such an opportunity to show up as the leader that those in your charge will appreciate and want to follow. So be a leader of yourself in your day and how you operate and be an amazing servant leader for your team and anyone around you. I'll look forward to seeing you very soon. All the best. See you next time. Thanks for listening. For more great tips, visit us on strivecoachingstudio.com. 